0: Dobby do, dabby da Hey, you're listening to Soapbox Daily, episode 138. I'm your host, Matt Morgan, and TGIF. Thank you very much for tuning in today. Appreciate you being here for the end of the week. And how was your week this week? Was it a good week? Were you, um... How was your integrity? Were you setting the positive example? Were you being the positive change? Were you doing the right thing? Were you setting the trends to make the world a better place? Only you will know onwards and upwards. And hey, if you didn't succeed this week or you slipped a few times, next week is always another week you can begin again. Remember, your integrity is all encompassing. It is a legacy to leave that you can live right now. Be the best you can be. So today, what are we talking about on this glorious Friday heading into the weekend, we are talking about today yes cuz it's been a little over a year since the anniversary the aftermath of the so-called freedom protests. And as I like to spell it in this particular case, freedom being free, F-R-E-E, and then D-U-M-B. Because, frankly, between you and I, I thought, interesting when I heard about it about a year ago, when I'm sitting back at home and I'm like, all right, well, there's this uh, rally coming to Ottawa. Bunch of trucks coming down the Queensway, coming down the highway, and they're heading downtown. I think, okay, I'm thinking it's a daily thing, or just for the day, people want to speak up and speak their piece, and and say their piece and everything else. And I'm like, all right. So, you know, caught it on the news and caught it on websites or anybody that was actually streaming. And I'm like, all right, let's check what this is about. Figured, you know, the trucks are going to go downtown and they're going to do their thing and whatever. People are going to protest because, you know, growing up as a kid, I went to protests. My parents were union, you know, they uh, they went to protests all the time downtown and for sometimes a couple of days. But, you know, I'm thinking it's just about protest. People are just trying to have their voice be heard. And that's one of the rights that we have in Canada, which is great, but um, yeah, it just seemed to be next level as the day went on, and it went into the evening, and then it went into a couple days, and it was just like, wow, and then I get a, a call from my my best life friend, mate, whatever, that I've been friends with since I was a kid, and he's like, come on, let's, get, let's go downtown, blah, 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 and he starts ramping on all this stuff. And I'm like, yeah, no, no, I'm good. I'm good. You know, I'm working and everything else. I got a job to do. And, you know, I'm surviving the COVID thing. I don't think it's a good idea for gathering in large numbers at this point. Well, this is when I realized the world has changed. And this is kind of why we're talking about this today is my friend who I've been through thick and thin with since childhood turned on me like day and night. It was crazy. And you know, called me a whole bunch of slanderous names including racist and slammed the phone down and blah, 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 and just, that was it. That was it. That was the last time I've heard from the, the man. I mean, except for a few really gibberish type text messages. And that was it. That was about a year ago. And wow, you've been friends with somebody for well over 40 years and it takes a protest to create a divide, which I thought was kind of interesting, the comments that he made towards me about calling me a racist, especially since the beginning of the uh, freedom protests, it was, you know, brought to light, freedom protest, trucker protest, whatever you want to call it. I don't want to call it a trucker protest because I find that slanders towards truckers. It gives truckers a bad name. And my viewpoint on truckers has always been as a kid, they're the knights of the road. They're white knights of the road. They're there to help people. They're good. So I can't call it a trucker protest because a large portion of the trucker community did not get involved into this it was a small segment that did so but the fact that my friend of forever, had turned against the friendship that we've had and, and decided to support this movement, this cult movement is the only way I could explain it, this brainwashing. It was absolutely, wow. It was surreal in the sense that I figured, okay, well, the, the world's changing. The world's changing. And this protest went on. And let me tell you, I don't think anything positive came out of this protest. I really don't. And, you know, there's always going to be some some bad with the good, and I understand that. But here you have a protest that included everything from sexual assault, rape, vandalism, looting, uh, fights, this, that. it was nothing peaceful about it. There was a lot of negative and a lot of bad that happened to it. And although by definition, the actual notion of the thought behind it might have been expressed as being a positive one, it had no merit. It really had no merit. From my viewpoint, and again, this is my own opinion, it was a small handful of people that wanted to seek Power, And they figured this is the way that they can go about doing it. They figured that they could be a political voice. They could have political power. They could have some influence. But, you know, the money that came behind this movement, the the puppet masters that were actually pulling the strings behind the scenes that nobody saw, the sacrificial lambs were in the forefront, and those are the ones that ended up being charged and you know, we're on the front lines and blah, blah, blah. There was something bigger behind this movement that people never really, not everybody, but the ones that are preaching the most are ones that were completely ignorant to. They didn't realize that there is a, a bigger, more devious plan behind all this. But I think the thing that bugs me, regardless of the political or the power struggle behind the movement, the financial backing and the powers that be behind this freedom protest, as they call it, movement. It's the divide that happens with friends and family and relationships and communities. It really came at a really bad time when we're still trying to recover from a world pandemic. And that was the hard part because we already have fragile communities, fragile relationships. People that haven't seen each other for a while and then this thing happens. And being a year later, what is come out of this nothing has come out of this you have a little bit of you know i want to quote the prime minister fringe movements that spread on the other big cities like montreal and toronto but after watching the example of what happened in ottawa the nation's capital yeah that got shut down really quick because the residents were not having any of that bs they were like yeah screw that you could just take it on your merry little way and we're going to make sure that you can't set roots but they started roping in other people. They started roping in the farmers. They started roping in other prominent, respectful type lines of work and professions and you know important factors of, of life. And unfortunately, it actually put a tarnish on farmers. It put a tarnish on these institutions that are important for communities and, and cities and infrastructure in order to work. And to function and it's unfortunate that they got dragged in. They were sold something that was a complete matter of BS and people fell for it because on the forefront it looked like it was excellent. It was something that was noble. But no, it wasn't noble, folks. It wasn't noble. There was no reason to get these people involved in this. And a lot of it was fronting. It was not actually people that legitimately were in these fields. Think about it. You're a multi-millionaire a billionaire and you're trying to influence a political landscape. You can hire or buy or rent a whole bunch of farming equipment or trucks or whatever. And you could put drivers in that and make the illusion that these people are actually legit. Doesn't mean that they are. It was a really interesting show that seemed to span on for several months, unfortunately. And unfortunately, more so on that, we're still where we are at today. There are still these disciples of these freedom protests and the fact that they sold people on the whole quote unquote freedom, making it sound like it's a matter of freedom and rights and everything else, making it sound so wholesome is what's roping the weak-minded in, unfortunately. And these disciples that have fell for this snake oil salespeople that have sold them this miracle or this completely noble movement are still brainwashed by it. And I'm gonna refer back to my friend, my lifelong friend that I have lost, which I was reminded today when I ran into one of our friends that you know we grew up with as well. We were all there's four of us, are all part of a group, and I ran into uh, one of them today, and I'm like, hey, so how's uh, how's our buddy there? Oh, and the report I got back was, yeah, he's still crazy and he's bashing people and he's telling people off and he's preaching and all this stuff and I'm like, ah. I haven't talked to my best friend since I was a kid forever because of a year ago when he decided to go off the rails. And to find out a year later, he's still a brainwashed disciple of this movement. And there's still fear. There's still fear in downtown Ottawa, you know, the nation's capital. There's still people that are have anxiety because of those blazing horns and fireworks and the crime and the uncertainty and the insecurity and, and, and the, safe, the lack of safety and everything else that happened during these protests. It's unfortunate. It rocked the City and it didn't do anything beneficial overall. It's unfortunate. There's a lot of fences that need to be mended in this particular case. And I'm hoping that people will see the light of day and, and see what was what they did wrong and and, and come to, to terms with the fact that this freedom movement protest was a complete farce and it didn't make a difference. And if they're trying to leave a legacy, this is not how they're gonna leave it. And that they should mend those fences. They should mend those relationships because to break apart a friendship, to break apart any relationship, to break apart a family, like my my buddy here is ostracizing his family even, is completely pushing everybody aside for this whole freedom movement message that for some reason he got sold on. So that's something, folks. That's something. And, you know, I'm reading a lot of articles from a year later. A lot of people have a lot of unrest because of it. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping we can put this behind us. And I'm hoping this small little cult following or leading that's trying to actually bring more people into this madness. I, I hope that they kind of have a wake up call and realize that our approach is not the way that it should be done, that they should find a better way to actually make a positive change. And, uh, you know, hey, tell them by all means, feel free to reach out to me and I'll let you know what integrity means. All right. Like I'm always telling people have integrity and be the change the world needs. You know what? This is not the change the world needs and you're not going about it the right way. So keep that in Consideration when you, you make your next step, and your next move. There's better ways to actually change this world for the better. All right, I'm going to wrap this up for a Friday. I went into a little bit of overtime, but this is something I need to get out because, as I said, I ran into a buddy of mine getting an update of what's going on, and there is a better way to change this world. Don't be a follower. Be a leader. But do it in the right way. Do it in the positive way. Try to influence other people to do the right thing. To live positive lives. To have life with integrity and honor and do the right thing. Violence, hurtfulness, uh, you know, any sort of things that, you know, are aggressive. That's not the way to do it. You can do it peacefully. You can do it right. Be the best person you can be. Try to influence others to have integrity and do the right thing and you'll change the world eventually. But sit down and do it the right way. All right, that's about it. Hey, I'm your host, Bad Boring, and I hope you have a terrific Friday moving forward. I hope you have a terrific weekend going forward. And as always, as always... Keep your integrity in check. And if you're bored this weekend and got nothing to do and you want please check out our central hub website of themadmorgan.com. Yes, themadmorgan.com for more information on all our podcasts, all our projects, everything we got going on. Yeah, we're going to be doing some work on that this weekend. So check that out. More stuff is going to be out there. Have a great weekend. Take care. I will see you on Monday for our next episode.